I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network, home of comedy, <laughs> culture, <laughs> adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Fear Street 1666. Fear Street 1666 is a 2021 American slasher film directed by Lee Janiak based on the book series of the same name by R.L. Stein, and is the third instalment in the Fear Street trilogy. After bleeding on the witch's bones, Dina sees visions of 1666 where an unspeakable evil has cast its unholy shadow over the town of Union, and the origins of Sarah Fear's curse are finally revealed. As history comes full circle, the survivors back in 1994 must try to put an end to the curse before it's too late. Time jump, baby, but backwards. <laughs> to a less advanced accent, I guess. Oh, yeah, let's hit that nail on the head straight away. Okay. The, okay. So, obviously, look, seeing all the previous actors doing recurring roles, doing similar roles in the 1666, at the style, Mike, that's great. We get to see the actors we liked. They've impressed pretty much across the board. But the accents were dog shit. Horrible. Not all of them. Uh, Some of them. Who? Um, the actress who plays Sarah in the present and played the pastor's daughter, she had an okay accent. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, I want to say the brother who became a Jamaican man. <laughs> Brilliant Jamaican accent, yes. Yeah. Just, I, I get that they were going for Irish, mm. but it just... Um, Dana's wasn't terrible. The actual uh, like hers wasn't. It, it wasn't good. Mm. Hers just kept wavering between like her actual accents and yeah. the put on one. That's what I thought. Yeah, just you know what you could have done. They could have like we get it. Just have them talk normally. Mm. Like we are, like yeah, like, done a lot in like theater and shit and in movies. Look, Death of Stalin. It. Yeah. That's what I should have done. I, we get yeah. it. We get. I it. fully agree with you. Actually, there, Tom. Especially because like one, the '90s film was so strong. It was such like it's such a great, generally a great film that I think, cool, just give us those characters, but in this time period. But then also like one of the things I really liked about this 1666 flashback was how much the teenagers were still teenagers. Like I thought that was actually mm. awesome. Like across the board, all three movies, the whoever wrote this knows teenagers. Like all the teenagers feel so real, you know, feel so teenagery in their teenagerdom. And I kind of love that even in 1666, yeah, they're going off and having some 
fucking mushrooms or whatever they were doing. Like, I loved how teenagery they still were, yeah. but it kind of didn't land because these terrible accents were distracting me from everything. I'm going to go in the woods now, ma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I think, Damo, you might have said this while we were watching it. Mm. Maybe they should have just done Dina was the only actor that we've seen before. Yeah, yeah. And get legitimately good actors who can do the accent right. and surround her with them. And it's literally just her in the body of Sarah Fear. Yeah. Don't have to have it. I'm pretty critical of that. I don't think they needed to reuse any of the other actors. It should have just been Dina. Yeah. And like, what do you think the purpose was? Like, what do you think the the, the effect was sort of going for? I think what it was trying to do that it kind of did was it was trying to show the parallels between Dina's relationship with Sarah and Sarah's mm. relationship with the pastor's daughter back in, like, basically, right. The whole idea that it was kind of love, mm. you know, the whole thing comes back to love and and I, and I, I what I think is I liked that Sheriff Good mm-hmm. was the original, the first Good. Yeah, um, that was a nice touch, especially when you learn of the origins of the curse and yep. his in his family's involvement in dodgy shit. Don't think you mm. need it. I I think you're actually you're right. You can get away with having him. Yeah. Him and Dina. I don't think you need to have Sarah playing mm. that character because the theme of the story will come through anyway. You don't need to have the distracting casting. I just, yeah, Damo, to your question, I don't know what the point was. Yeah. Was it trying to be like a reincarnation type thing? This curse has just lived on for, for ages yeah. sort is that of thing? The story or? that, you know, they're, 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 they've just repeated the mistakes of the past, like to the point where yeah, these just reverberates through history. Mm. Yeah. yeah, look, I think I, I agree with you, Sean. I actually think it's probably not. It's like the Dina Bond makes sense because she's the one having the flashback. She's It's giving us yeah. that she's experiencing this. It's not just a, oh, I've got the memory of it. I've actually felt like I've experienced it. Yeah. And it still draws those parallels between her own relationship with Sam. And to that point too, you could have Dina just doing her normal accent then. Yeah, of course. Because it doesn't yes. matter because we know that she is, it's an out-of-body type experience. Yeah. She doesn't have to be Irish. Everybody else can and they can do it flawlessly. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't need to. Yeah, I, I've got to agree with you there. Because, like, I mean, watching it together, we couldn't help but bring it up and start talking about it during the watching of this movie. So, like, if it's it's literally having a detrimental effect then on the viewing experience, you've got to change yeah. that. It breaks your immersion in the story. Right, right. I get it. I understand it. I hear you loud and clear, boys. But I have a point, a counter. Okay. You chaotic son of a bitch. <laughs> if, if you don't have, like, yes, they don't do the great accents, I kind of like reusing them. So either you lose the accents and just do it as whatever. Mm. But having said that, if you recast it completely, then you do not get the sheer unbridled joy of the actor who plays Tommy Slater playing Mad Thomas, the dirtiest fucking bloke <laughs> in 1666. Yeah. He was genuinely yeah, good yeah. and grub. Oh, yeah, you could probably as... even keep him because he's almost unrecognisable. He's such a grub in this film. Yeah, good yeah. point. Um, having the greatest time of his life. <laughs> he's one to watch. Like, we all sort of said big Robert Patterson vibes coming off of him. Yeah. This one, which I don't know what that says about our Pat that we see this grub and we're like, hey, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> well, no, think. let me just tell you this, boys. I was reading a story today about Robert Pattinson where he apparently, he had a stalker who was like constantly messaging him and like showing up at his house and stuff. And one day he <laughs> yeah. was just really bored. So he agreed to go out for drinks with her oh, and she okay, never wow. stalked him again. Because she fucking, he was so like annoying and weird. <laughs> she was turned off. He yeah, literally he just awesome. he complained about every little thing in his life yep. that annoyed him, and yep. she was just like, "Whoo, okay, that's yeah. crazy." That's awesome. That actually makes me think. My, so my sister, 
um, told me what. So she's like, she's an attractive enough girl. And so if she would go out dancing over the clubs and guys would just do that macho guy thing and just come up and start dancing with her. And then, because she doesn't, like, she really doesn't give a shit about that sort of stuff. She would just start dancing like a lunatic. <laughs> like, just do the dorkiest, dumbest, weirdest thing she could yeah. and see how long it would take them to go, I've got to back off. Like, and, like, not break the fourth wall, not be like, I'm doing this so you fuck off. Yeah. Be like, keeping eye contact with them, being like, aren't I being like, I don't know, fucking sexy or whatever. And just try to be like an act, like a complete loon until they piss off. I always thought yeah. that was great. That's a great, that. yeah. that's a high risk, but high reward strategy. Cause right. what if they start, like, what if? <laughs> They're into it. But, but having said that, if they match you, maybe that's your soulmate. Right, there you go. Yeah, you found your new love. Um, I have to admit, the whole time watching this, um, all I was waiting for, and I don't know how familiar you boys are with the film and the, the play, and of course the film from the play, uh, The Crucible, starring Daniel Day-Lewis. Mm. I was just waiting for DDL to burst out of the well and be like, but it is my name! <laughs> and like full on going, like, because that was just, because that's the vibe again, those right. witch trials and stuff. But I was just, I was just waiting for a bit of, bit of Day Lewis, and instead I got Jamaican bobsled team. So that was good. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, I love Cool Runnings as much as the next guy. All right, five stars. Uh, How can you not? Not five in my sixteen sixty six movie. Yeah. yeah. What a, what a, what a, what about that? The best Olympics of all oh, time. Tom, I think we can that, all agree. That's a five star Olympics. That's a five star Olympics. <laughs> Eddie the Eagle. Woo. Yeah. Those Olympics, you like it. It just helps you if someone ever says, "Hey, if you could go back in time to any time period, where would you go?" Calgary Winter Olympics. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> Done. Are you kidding? Actually, I would. That's like if I could travel back in time, <laughs> yeah. I would just go to Olympics. I just, <laughs> yeah. If I had a time machine and I got lost in time, and you guys were sent to track me down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The plot of that movie, which is. This is kind of related to this because there's time travel in this sort of. Sure. You just be like, all right, what were the cool Olympics? <laughs> yeah. We'll just go there. You come back, you just see me watching Kate, Kathy Freeman's 400 metres of the 2000 Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> it's just- You're sitting in the commentary box behind Bruce and he's like, Kathy lifting. Oh, and I'm crying. Yeah. We're all crying. Uh, you shouldn't be surprised by this. This is a man who measures time in Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pandemic moving the Olympics really fucked my ability to measure time, boys. Oh, yeah. That's oh, disgraceful. But yeah. Anyway, back to, back to this time travel movie. Mm-hmm. I... I didn't hate the recasting. The accents weren't amazing, but I I could kind of understand why they did it. Yeah. We were just saying in the episode on 1978 that we were like, oh, it was hard to connect with those characters because they were all new. Whereas this time, the job's halfway done to a degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you recognize them. They're similar to who they were in Mm, mm. 94. You know what? I know you disagree, Sean. Um, Well, no, I do. I say, get fucked. Nope. I take that on board. I accept it. Um, But I will say this. A lot of them that are reused, particularly the ones from the second installment, 1978, yeah. don't have a hell of a lot to do in this third one. And True. so their casting, I think, is actually distracting. Yeah. Like, if you... Because that, if that was just, like, a an actor you hadn't seen before, you mm. don't you don't even bother with the characters. So there's just so many little things going on, you know, as the camera moves through the street and you see all these familiar faces and you're just right. kind of, like, waiting for something to happen. And mm. for the most part, nothing happens with any of them. Yeah, and especially if, like, part of it's meant to be, like, because we're seeing, I guess, from Dina's point of view and Dina's seeing familiar faces, except for all the 1978 people, no, they aren't familiar faces. She doesn't know what they look like. Like, she's heard the yeah. story from C. Berman, but uh, <laughs> she doesn't actually get to see them yeah. as children. So, yeah, she wouldn't actually recognize them. Yeah, so it comes back to, I want, what's the point other than just, yeah. oh, we think it's cool if we do that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. feels like, so this, this time period mm. out of the three feels like it should be the most dangerous mm-hmm. just because of um, the education of these characters, the bigotry back then, that sort of right. thing. 
like any false move and it's like, ah, witchcraft. And you, you're going to yeah. be burned a lot. Actually, no, they don't burn them yet, do they? I don't know. They, they, they don't hang burn them, them in I this think. Town. They that, hang them. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. still the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so it's so dangerous and yet it's the least scary of all the films. Mm. Well, until a point, Sean. Until we get back into part two of 1994. Which I think elevates. What I love about this is that the 1666 stuff is interesting mm. while not being amazing. It basically, it's the solving of the mystery that yeah, you had true. dangled in front of you. The real terror then comes when you jump back yeah. and we are once again teased with the notion that maybe out there somewhere there is a boy with a baseball bat who's yep, got the yep. worst mask on of all time. Yeah, real yep. son of a bitch. Just back in that back in that previous period, just quickly, there was a brief little flutter of like, oh boy, yeah, yeah, cooked shit might happen. Just because I saw a goat. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like that 1666 does give off big vitch vibes, mm. uh, and so I kind of thought that's the road we're heading down. I thought, okay, yeah. like it did, it did sort of put me on edge as well as like. It, to be honest, films in that period, I go like just how fucking dirty and diseased it is. Honestly, gives me like the willies as well. Uh, <laughs> and then throw a goat in there and throw some other shit in there that it's like, yeah, it's no good. All right, well, ask the question. I'm going to ask the question for both time periods. Were we scared for 1666? No. Uh, t- like, there's a couple of creepy things. Are there? I'm trying to remember if there's anything scary because I there's one scene to me the the, okay. I, the church scene. Eyeballs gone. Oh yeah, that's that's yuck. Yeah, yeah. That's, yep. yeah. yeah. So I think that's the major one. Beyond that, I would have to agree that that not really no. Mm. But that one, yeah, that one's pretty creepy and scary. Um, the 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 whole though the fear of it is that the town is tearing itself apart. That's where mm. the the kind of awfulness of them being on the run, where they're just like like the, as you said, Damo and Sean, mm. like that time period is cooked. Yeah, like you fart wrong, and someone's like. Devil. Witch. Stab him in the head. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That fart was in C major. She's a witch. <laughs> yeah. You get you get like a, a, a rash on your arm. They're like, you know how we solve this? Burn it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So look, yeah, like I think I think it actually probably could have been scarier on that front. Like a lot of the bigotry we saw were kind of just like well, yeah, like I expected that. Yeah, yeah. Where I think it probably could have done more to really put us in the shoes of Dina or Sarah or however you want to look at it and really get like the sense of, again, I guess like that inevitability that the previous two movies have, but rather than the inevitability coming from these supernatural monsters, have it come from being a lesbian in this time period. Like where we kind of got it, but obviously she gets away. She's actually like doing fairly well for herself in avoiding everybody and everything. Like, I don't know. I didn't, it didn't scare me in the way that I feel like it should have. Like just this dread of being of this sexuality in this time period. Mm. Like that should be ter- Like you should be terrified knowing that like you fucked. To be fair. And maybe this is, maybe this is why it doesn't land, which I think shows how fucked society is. is right. that being a lesbian in 1666 is about as bad as being a lesbian in 1978 and 1994. <laughs> like, yeah, to, to a lesser I, I get degree, you, but yeah, not about no. to be executed, <laughs> yeah. but it's You're not, not a happy yeah. time. No. <laughs> sure, sure. Look, yeah, you're not wrong there, unfortunately, but... Yeah, not enough. They didn't do enough with the spooks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought... When the reveal of the sheriff and y'all walking through his underground spooky dome, you might mm. see something more fucked. Yeah. Like, the you know, that heart thing and all the other mm. awful stuff. But I guess, again, it felt I feel like the first half of it is less horror and more mystery. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're dead right, Tom. I'll tell you what is, is a massive factor for me, is the knowledge that back then in the past, while the time period's fucked, 
we are completely safe from Baseball Bat Boy and his friends. Right. I don't yeah, they yeah, haven't yeah. been created yet. They don't exist. They can't yeah. get us. So there is a there's a safety net in that. That's interesting. Yeah. There's only yeah, one killer right. and he gets killed pretty quickly. Mm. Pretty quickly. Yeah, you're right. There was one other scene that disturbed me, which like I guess we should have seen coming, which is when her hand gets ripped off. Oh. Yeah. Forgot about that. that. Was, yeah. yeah, I had actually yeah. forgotten that too. <laughs> Probably put it in my egg. We don't like hands on this show. No. No, yeah. oh my god. Nah, real, real Mike Flanagan area is that? Yeah, yeah, time. yeah. It didn't again. Like this is this is something this this trilogy has shown. It does not hold back on that. It will put put the camera right on it. You're really going to see the everything get ripped out slowly. Yeah, yeah. Crotty. Do you want to see a hand be ripped apart like cheesy garlic bread? You're in luck. <laughs> yeah. Tom, don't ruin cheesy garlic bread, mate. Come on. <laughs> Impossible. Come I'm going to have some after this. <laughs> okay. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay. All right, what about so 1994, I think it is, when we're back in that time period. Were we scared? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Baseball bat boy's back. Yeah. He's back in the equation. We're fucking petrified. It's awful. It's a terrible time. Can I put this to you? Mm. The greatest disappointment of this trilogy is that you never really see Baseball Bat Boy unleash any carnage. Yeah. Part of me is grateful. I'm like, thank fuck I didn't have to experience that. But also a little yeah. bit just a little bit disappointed that I didn't get to see him really do anything. It's been building for three movies. Yeah, I wanted to point. see him just yeah, yeah. fucking smack somebody's dick off with that baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, if there was a standalone movie for Baseball Bat Boy, ah, would you watch it? I mean, for the show, probably we would have to. Year of Fear, yeah. baby, but like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, not for your own viewing pleasure. Not for my own pleasure. Fear Street 1942 or whatever <laughs> era it is. All right, whatever fucking era, yeah. It's honestly so creepy, him just like in the mall and just the sound of him tapping the bat on the ground. It's such a threat. And then like, yeah. the threat is never realized. And that's just a bit no, sad. No. Do you know what it is, Sean? It's the yeah. bit in The Simpsons where the Yakuza shows up and there's that one guy. Just <laughs> <laughs> won't go inside because he's going to do yeah. something. Maybe they had to leave it all on the cutting room floor. Maybe it was. Yeah. Maybe the censors watched it and went, "Holy shit! You are going to destroy <laughs> cinema. We can't show this. We need people uh. to not shit themselves to death." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, big baseball got involved and said, no, 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 you can't ruin our sport. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> if if he had have been let off the chain, Netflix would have had to immediately set it up so that Field of Dreams played immediately after <laughs> to rehabilitate the image of the sporting gym. <laughs> the, the 1994 stuff, I think, works is the strongest of the two bits. Mm. You get the characters back, real sense of fear. Yeah. The, the threats seem real because mm. we've seen them try and fail this same thing before. Exactly, dude. Yes. And yeah. now they know who's responsible and you get that great whole sequence where it's like, well, he's backed into a corner. So, of course, he's going to be even yeah. more dangerous. Right. Yes. right. Dina gets yeah. stabbed again. So, you know, you really feel like you're back home with the first film. <laughs> yeah. Back in your comfort zone. Yeah. Everyone's getting stabbed. Everything's terrible. How many times does she get stabbed in this trilogy? Oh. Fuck, mate. Oh, my God. Two or three at least. Yeah. Minimum. This movie loves a stab. Yeah. Yeah. So, here, this is the thing where this movie, when we got stabbed in this, when she got stabbed at the end of this movie, and spoilers, I suppose, but I was like, I kind of just accepted, okay, she got stabbed and she's fine. Yeah. And so, like, like then you got to a point where you're like, actually, no, that's fucking bullshit. And then right at that point is when she reveals she's wearing the literal Fear Street books on her person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was as a body armor. So like, oh, okay, that's pretty fucking That's good. pretty good. I'll allow it. I'll allow yeah. it. I am... Um- I loved the the shady side Sunnyvale because the other the other mystery hanging over us is not just the Sarah Fear thing, but the fact that a mm. town called Union became two towns. Yeah, one was cursed and one was not. Mm, mm. And the reveal that one was cursed because this farmer moved out to the outskirts of the middle of nowhere. His wife died, his kid died, his crops failed, and he's like, I can't fucking hack it anymore. Mm. I just I just need a win. I just need a win. And you know who's going to give me that win? Satan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like even that he went to like obviously like you said, the area he went to was shit. Yeah. And that Union, I guess, was really the sunnier area. And he just flipped that shit. He's like, no, no, yeah. my shit area is gonna be great now. Thank you, devil. Yep. I love how they walk outside at the end and a car just immediately crashes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the curse is lifted. Happy days. And the people, the, the townspeople are like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had a death in this town since not a sixteen sixty six. Yeah, that was good. It is funny that like that's the celebration. Oh, the curse is lifted because this fucking car yeah. just, someone yeah. just died yeah, in front yeah, of it. Crazy. Well it's yeah. it's it's the, the reveal that that happens and then like later you get the flash the sort of closure of the story where the mayor's been arrested and the sheriff's been arrested mm. and this like cult of and I and I mean that's that's I guess why it was good to have the same actor play the same one because it's his the son always does it so it's like you see right. a younger version of him a few times you see an older version of him in different makeup and stuff yeah. as the as the ritual is passed down the line and hmm. his decision to save Ziggy is seen as being like oh no he he wanted her to live but he couldn't yeah. then live with the guilt of I'm the reason all these bad things have happened right I mean it's amazing that you get the revelation that for the second one in 78 he's at the summer camp and while there, he writes the guy's name on the wall, knowing that it's gonna like he's gonna come out and fucking murder people right in front of his eyes. Like mm. that's that's mm. brutal, dude. He, yeah, he he has that great interesting bit though that I've been thinking about is that he clearly doesn't have a wife or children. Yes, by choice. Yeah, I right. Is he still uh, hung up on old zigs? Maybe. Well, also maybe he wants it to just end. No, nah. I don't get that vibe from no? him. When he was yeah, cornered, like he was he like, nah, "Fuck you! I'm gonna kill everybody." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, w- I just, yeah, briefly wondered if it was like, well, if I don't, then 
then it ends. I actually think that could have been a cool ending is if at the end he actually confronts what his family's been doing for fucking yeah. centuries. But they didn't do that and you guys are probably right. It was probably just still caught up a bit on Ziggy. Mm. Yeah. Which that isn't he, bad. Which isn't bad. He could never go back to her because then he'd have to reveal what he was. Yeah. I guess, which yeah. is a bad man who summoned the devil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the message from the Fear Street <laughs> series is yeah. you can have sex, you can do drugs, you can listen to rock and roll. Mm. But don't summon the devil. Here's my takeaway, Tom. Yep. The real monster all along was the fucking devil. Yeah. Yeah, right. It wasn't equality. (laughs) It It wasn't wasn't economics. It was just Satan. (laughs) It was fucking Satan, dude. Well, it was inequality, though, because he had a shitty farm. (laughs) Okay. Fucking farmers, mate. (laughs) Cooked. Every one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Every one of them. It's, yeah, it was. A nice sort of wrap-up. Um, I would have loved, and I think, you know, we've talked before about how we had to have a big gap between movies. I think mm. the reveal of Martin in the third film would have been cooler had we have had a week between each of them like yes. we planned yeah. and we not several months. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. Martin was a great addition and I, I missed him in the 70s and in the 1666 period. He was wonderful. Yeah, came in too late. Came in swinging though. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was fucking great. Good addition. Um, the reveal of who the brother was emailing with was a bit of a letdown. It was just a real wasted opportunity. That's very true. Yeah, because that was quite a bigged up moment in that first film. Like it was really. It felt huge. It yeah. felt like it was going to be pivotal to the story. Exactly. And it exactly wasn't. right. Yeah, and then it was a bit of a fizzer. And and in one sense, it's like, hey, good job, because maybe you wanted to set it up, and then it, you subverted right. what we thought. However, in doing that. You gave the brother fuck all else to do for the other two films. Mm, mm. Well, no, he um he had an incredible Jamaican accent. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else do you need him to do? Right. He did um, his job. He didn't. He's part of the Jamaican. He didn't win team. a medal, but he won our hearts. <laughs> yep. He did. <laughs> I will say this. Okay. Um, obviously, maybe the reason it's not completely wrapped up is that we might get it down mm. the track because, as the sting at the end of the credits reveal, someone has taken the book. Out of the two, yeah, cheeky, yep, fair, yeah, cheeky. I not cheeky. Like, I think it would have annoyed me more if it had been someone we knew had taken it. Mm. The fact that it's an unknown hand, I can be like, whatever. Some dickhead's got the book. I don't need to know who it is. If there is another one, I hope they actually take it out of shady side. They've suffered enough. I don't want to see them suffer anymore. I feel like I'm done with these. This crew, you know, right? I, I these films. There was a bit of diminishing returns for me. I think I went four stars, mm. three and a half, three. Yeah. Yeah, the first one's the strongest. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And by virtue, I think the 94, because those characters are the best. And then when you get to come back and sort of round it out mm. with them, it's. it's Interestingly, really, the letterbox um, consensus is the other way around. The first one's the weakest. Really? It gets, I think it has better scores as it goes along. Interesting. I can, I can, I can confirm that for you right mm. now, Sean, because that's a big call. Yeah. But uh, for you, I will, I will invest. Number one, is it sort of so, a 3.2? 3.1. Okay, 3.1. And then the second one, is it a 3.3? 3.4. Okay, and then the third one I thought was a 3.4. 3.5. Well, f- okay. Wrong Jeez. on all counts, but correct that it did go up in quality. <laughs> all right, did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Uh, they're, pretty cool. <sighs> they're pretty good. Yeah, I can't really fault them. I think yeah. in the 1666 thing, do they do anything particularly cooked? I think they just do the best they can. I think they're fine. Yeah. They're not particularly great. They're not particularly shit. I think they're just, yeah, they've got, they're Delta shit hand. What can you do? And then I think yeah. by the time we reach part two of 1994, mm. 
Like we already know Dina and her crew are pretty clever, I think. They, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, attack yeah. things pretty well. The thing they do in the mall with the um with the guns shooting what are they shooting? They're shooting the um blood. The blood, yeah. yeah. They've even That's neoned cool. the blood so we get a bit more yeah. fucking neon drenched nineties goodness. Yeah, it's I quite cool. like it's, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool that they came back to the you know, the scene of the first scene of the of the series. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the I didn't realize she that. Yeah, that's is good. buried. Yeah. yeah. But even like the mall where obviously, yeah, that first girl Where everything was kicked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite nice. Yeah. yeah, look, I think they did all right. I think, yeah, using the blood, even like dropping the blood all over Sheriff when he when he enters the scene. Um, that's quite good. I don't I don't know that I I I fully buy into like killing him ends the curse. Like I don't know mm. why. It just seems like that's an an easy fix. Like yeah. He's just somebody who chose to write another name on the wall. It feels to me like anybody else could just throw another name on the wall. Well, I yeah. think it's because the I took it as that the deal was made with his bloodline. Right. I mean, it, So if his bloodline yeah. ends, he has no kids, no heirs. But he's got a brother, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's the firstborn son. Oh, okay. I see. All right. I guess still I'll the bloodline, <laughs> though. Well, no, he said it was... He's something about firstborn sons in the yeah, okay. flashback. It feels like a little neat bow on it, I think. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's not as clear-cut as, as it should be. Like, it should be the old, he fucks the curse up, and then the devil's like, well... I've got to take somebody. Yeah, yeah. I think if it was a standalone movie, I would be like more okay. But because it's the trilogy, it feels like it's really building up. They've tried so many clever things with like getting the bones back to the bones and like doing all this other cool stuff. So to me, yeah, I just didn't feel like clever enough to round off a trilogy, I guess, is was really my issue with it. Or I've just had a memory. Okay. Good for you, buddy. Big time. <laughs> um, is it the fact that... Seraphir puts a curse on him when she dies and by bringing him back to there and killing him there where she is waiting for mm. him ends the curse because there's, there's that whole thing where as he's as he's being killed and fought off yeah. you hear, he's running around and you hear her saying I will hold onto your hand your step will be my step you'll never fucking piss without me watching <laughs> your piss will be my piss <laughs> your piss will be my piss <laughs> why every slasher film do we bring back to piss i don't i don't know why this keeps happening we're grotty boys okay yeah that's probably it yeah so look i think i think other than i didn't i like i said i don't know that i fully loved that solution but our characters did well to 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 pull it off so yeah they did well they did well how would we do? Far out. 1666, I think we die because one of us coughs weird and they're like, oh, devil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah throw him down the well or whatever. Yeah. Probably get our eyes ripped out. <laughs> true, true. I think 1666, we die. I think 1994, maybe not. I think, yeah, I agree. I think there's, there's enough evidence. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we get this evidence because we're dead, but <laughs> through the magic of cinema... Yep. I think we have we would take the information we've learned in the past in 1666, mm. and we'd be that plan would be fucking airtight. You both survive. Oh, okay. Shawnee dies. I die, and I'll tell you why. Okay, there because there is a part of me. Even when I see that light at the end of the tunnel, we're going to succeed. I think I cannot not see Bat Boy in action, and I have to, <laughs> I have to fight him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're in the mall. I go into yeah. a sporting goods store. I get two baseball bats. <laughs> oh, and I, just, yeah. I just juke it out with him. Because i got to know. i got to know what he's got. You're like, I could do the yeah. math here. Two I'm... is greater than one. Yeah. I like the idea that you lure him into that store. And then as we come to rescue, you pull the grate down and be like, boys, end the curse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he swings at once. He like hits something and it snaps in half. And I go, he's too, he's strong. Okay. Yeah. okay I just need to see it. Me. I need to see it with my own eyes to believe it. Hold yeah. on. Literally in our group chat the other day, you boys were talking about maybe starting baseball this year. Is this the reason why? <laughs> 
I didn't yeah. even think about that. Now I'm too scared to play baseball. In a hilarious turn of events, I am part of a social baseball team oh, these mate. days. Wild. And um, yeah, I haven't seen the kid yet, but I'll tell you what, the minute I do, I am no longer part of a social baseball team. <laughs> All it'll take is one kid at, right. the, at mm. the thing, just tapping a bat on the ground and you'll shit yourself. Yeah. yeah. I'll go to jail because I'll beat that boy exactly. with a bat. <laughs> There's got to be like the junior league will come in and you'll go on a fucking rampage. No, 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 Tom, yeah. Tom, I'll go to jail for you, mate. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Thanks. Because I'll be there. You'll be lining up to bat, and I'll see that kid tap the bat, and I'll be like, I know what I have to do here. I have to sacrifice myself. <laughs> I just got to know. I got to know how powerful he is. <laughs> That's the stupidest death you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Willingly dying because you just. I wonder if he's any good. I gotta find out. You gotta know. Uh, you just gotta know. <laughs> well, yeah, I think Tom. All right, so Sean's gone and done that. We've gone. Yeah. Good on your champ. And then, yeah, look, I don't know. I think we win if it's just literally killing a dude. I think we've got that in us. I think we have enough evidence. He's just because that's the thing. If we can just corner Nick, good. He is just a man, right? He's wounded because he's had the shit kicked out of mm. him by a, an axe man. I think we can take him down. As well as we've got, like, we literally have the benefit of Sarah Fear here. Like, the she's been, yes. like, hanging around in the background all these years to help us out. So, like, it's not even, we literally, he's got his supernatural entities, but cool, we lock them up in their cages with, with Sean. And then we just go and fucking bludgeon him with the Fear Street books. Like, I, like it seems very doable to me. It does. Yeah. I be- Look, I believe in this, boys. I believe in this. Not Sean, he's dead. But well, I'm so scared of that kid with the bat. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I'm just thinking about him now. It's so scary. <laughs> what's 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 his name? I don't know. Does he have a name? Oh, good I'm question. Gonna, I'm going to find out. Yeah, do that. I'm going to go Bat Kid Fear Street. While you do that, I want to put a, or something. I want to put a call out to any listeners who have any kind of like Photoshop skills or Illustrator skills or whatever. Could you give us a design <laughs> for IMDb Detective? Because I want to make a T-shirt for Tom. I oh, yeah, that. that's right. I want that in my life. I want to see Tom wear it. I want him to have a little, like, fucking Sherlock hat while he's wearing it. <laughs> Got a pipe. <laughs> Got a pipe in there. Um, His name's Billy Barker, and I'm looking at a photo of him. Sean, you don't want to know if he's any good. The actor or the kid? The character. The, the, the character. His name's Billy Barker. The character's Barker. called Billy Barker. Can you yeah. hold that photo up to the camera? Uh, I Oh, hang on. I've just closed it and gone to a different I want to watch Sean's face <laughs> while you hold it up to us. Sean, there you go, buddy. Oh, it's oh. not good. Oh, fuck. No, it's hell. not. That is so bad. It's worse than I remember. Yeah. It's pretty awful. He's like a stocky kid too. There's something about the stockiness yeah. that disturbs me. Yeah, he's he's a solid boy. He's got good games. <laughs> just reading through actually that the... um. The 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 Fear Street Reddit. I'm I'm full detective right now. <laughs> Someone is pointing out the fact that Billy Barker is a kid who is a child with a with an intellectual learning intellectual thing. Okay. Um. Why would you write his name? So someone, one of the good members, has been like, "Now, what if a child did a murder?" <laughs> okay. Look, we haven't seen. Let's pop his name up. Let's see what happens. Could be interesting. I wonder how they do choose. The name they write. Like, there was never any uh, exploration into that, but it's a cooked system, whatever it is. Like, I don't know if there even is a system. I think the system is anyone from the Shady, shady side. side. Yeah. Literally open, like, the Shady Side uh, phone book and just point it at a name. He looks scarier than Michael Myers. The design is off its head. It's honestly a great design. Whoever did it should be proud of themselves because, yeah, we hate it. Oh, yeah. It's like a little, he's wearing like a little mini jumpsuit sort of thing. It's bad. Everything about it's bad. I've um I've learned another Robert Pattinson fact in my little research here. <laughs> okay. 
kill me. Fuck. The OG detective, he's got his little looking glass out. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Fear Street, but is we were talking about Robert Pattinson being yeah. just cooked before. Apparently for the Batman film, yeah. uh, the director was like, hey, we need you to yeah. put on a little bit more muscle. And he was like, no, thanks. And the director was like, that's okay. Look, I completely understand. Obviously, it's hard work. What about just a little bit? And Robert Pattinson was like, all right, give me six weeks. And six weeks go by and he hasn't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I kind of like that. And then from that, I learned that his abs in Twilight were often painted on with makeup because he refused to work out. And I've never appreciated an actor more yeah. than I do Robert Pattinson. Crazy to go from Bale as Batman, who literally will do anything to his body yeah. to the sickest degree, to our Pat, who will be like, nah, you can paint you can paint those fucking abs on. Paint them on. on. Hey, what are we? This is fucking Hollywood. Give me some CG abs. <laughs> That's Vin Diesel territory, isn't it? <laughs> that is. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, hey, look, Vinny, don't come at us. Yeah, he'll send Bat Boy after us. Oh, I was just looking up I was just looking up baseball bats on Amazon. <laughs> Do you reckon I'd get the edge over this kid if I bought like one of those steel ones? Because he's got a wooden one. Sean, he's immortal. <laughs> yeah, but I mean I mean maybe I on the first I one. Still, but... I still think I'm hey, a chance. I <laughs> Again, I cannot, I cannot stress enough that this kid will not die, and that you will. Well, the idea that you spend three movies being terrified of this yeah. child, and then when he shows up, you're like, "I'm gonna try and find him." Yeah, but my bat's metal, so I guess I'm good. Sean, you could have a gun; it wouldn't make any fucking difference. It's all right. Well, you know, you got to believe in yourself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did believe in themselves yeah. in part one when they blew them all up and they just came back together again. This is the movie's fault. If the movie just once just showed him off the chain, mm. then I would know. I would know in my heart that I can't do it. Sean, I want to I want to paint a picture for you. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock at night. It's dark. It's a little bit rainy. Maybe we're on the island and you're watching a movie by yourself no. and the movie is this movie. Top. And you saw a scene where that baseball bat boy went off the chain. You'd be dead top in real life. Thank you for painting that picture. You may as well paint it with my brains because he has caved them in with his back. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I love you, Sean. I love, I love that you're saying all this while you're wearing a hat that literally says "believe" on it. <laughs> so Sean has bought a Ted Lasso hat that says "believe" on yeah. it, and it's obviously yeah. it's working because it's just infected your head with unbridled <laughs> belief. Every now and again, I look at the top corner of the screen, I see myself, and I believe again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scary listeners would like to have any comments about this episode, would like to say hi, you can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys, or individually, I'm at middaypajamas. I'm at dead by bat. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm at awkward trade. Stay scared, everyone. Sean, he's immortal. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.